Head into your local Safeway for great spring savings throughout the store. This week at Safeway, get yellow peaches or nectarines for the member price of $1.88 per pound. Also this week at Safeway, value packs of Signature Farms chicken drumsticks, thighs, leg quarters, or picnic packs are buy one, get one free. Plus, get value packs of USDA Choice Boneless Beef Top Sirloin Steak for the member price of $4.99 per pound. Visit Safeway.com, download the Safeway for You app, or head in store to find more great deals at Safeway. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Justin, welcome to the show. What's going on? Thanks for having me. Hey, it's great to have you here. Thanks for uh, taking some time out of your busy day. Uh, I know that uh, you're a huge fan of gaining more time back in your day. Who isn't these days? So I'm glad that uh, uh, we finally got on each other's calendar here and you're able to hang out with us for a few minutes here at the Grit Daily uh, Startup. Welcome to the show. Yep. Thank you. So the show is all about the world of startup, the good, the bad, the gritty experience of of, of the startup world. And I'm, I'm curious to learn about what your experience has been. But before we get into all that, uh, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory and what really brought you to present day with what you're currently focused on. Sure. Yeah, I'll give a quick minute or two sort of background. I, I graduated with a finance degree at the heart of the Great Recession in December of 2008, literally the worst semester to graduate with a finance degree in the history of, of mankind. And um, and as sort of my first entrepreneurial experience too, mainly because I applied for like a hundred jobs and no one would hire me. And it just, you know, I felt kind of like a loser. And my, my girlfriend, who's now my wife, my girlfriend at the time, we, we decided to just start traveling and I, and I became a day trader and the markets were so volatile that at, at that time it was, it was kind of easy to, to ride that volatility and, and do good. And so effectively my wife and I traveled the world and I started a blog that got very popular, which ended up into a job with AOL where I was their, their features travel writer. And so I got to travel the world and write about it. I was sort of like a poor man's Anthony Bourdain. You know, I'd get hired by the government of, government of Dubai or, or Virgin America or whoever, and I'd just kind of show up and write about stuff and take pictures. And that's kind of where it started for me. After that, I went to business school. I got hired at Delta Airlines um, in their executive rotation program. So more travel there, travel sort of a a big theme of my life. Uh, I'd started a company called Menguin, which was like the rent is sort of like the rent the runway for for men. And um, our first investors were Mark Cuban and Scott Dorsey and a lot of interesting people. And we ended up scaling that to a pretty big business and selling it to the founder of Men's Warehouse, George Zimmer. As a result of that, I I, I ran George's business, Generation Tux, and moved to Louisville, Kentucky. And I did that for about a year and, and coming out of that, a private equity guy and I bought a company called Buff City Soap um, with some other investors and I, I took over CEO. And I think when we bought it, it had around 10 stores. Today, it, it has around 250 and we bought it around two years ago. So it was, it was definitely the fastest growing retailer during the pandemic. I mean, we, we created hundreds of millions of dollars in enterprise value and opened hundreds of stores and, um, you know, it was a good time to be selling soap, to be honest. And now I'm I'm investing in stuff. We just recently launched this project, Party Horses. You know, NFTs are very interesting. I had a lot of people 
pitch NFT ideas to me. And I just sort of kept thinking, you know what, these don't make sense at all. NFTs don't make sense to me. I, I thought they were kind of foolish. And then I was like, you know what, one of my mentors always says, you know, you need to be foolish. And so I thought, let's try to make NFTs make sense. And so we launched Party Horses, which we have a partnership with Makers Mark, and we're throwing this big party um, next weekend, which is um, the weekend of a, a very famous horse race in Kentucky. And we've hired Diplo to DJ it and stuff like that. But the, the project has been really fun. You know, we've sold over 3000 of these NFTs, you know, as a generative PFP project. So the the horses are sort of a theme on like, what if the horses went to the track to watch the human race? So, you know, it's horses in big hats and in suits and stuff like that. It's really cool. But that's, that's kind of what I've been up to. Amazing. So, um, and, and so this is a newer project with party horses. Yeah. We launched it literally at the beginning of this year. We did the mint about a month and a half ago. And so is this, so is the, the utility is being able to go to the party with makers, with makers mark at the, at the race, or is there going to be ongoing stuff attached to what's happening with the project? Yeah, the plan is to have ongoing stuff. I mean, the, the, the key utility here is that every NFT holder gets an ultra rare bottle of Maker's Mark bourbon that has the party horse uh, characters on them. And we have, at the end of the day, we'll probably have about 30 of these limited edition bottles. You know, like if you have a one of one, you literally get a one of one bottle of Maker's Mark. Um, and if you have an infield horse, you get an infield bottle of Maker's Mark. If you have a Trillionaire's Row horse, you get um, a bottle of Maker's Mark that has that those characters on it. So it's really kind of cool. And Maker's Mark has just been a phenomenal partner. I bet they're trying to figure out the game. I'm sure. So this is uh, this is a perfect way to to initiate that process. So um, it can, so these NFTs are available on OpenSea right now. I'm over. I'm looking at the site right now. Yep, that's correct. They're available on OpenSea. Um, and we have a few different strains of NFTs. So we have the main the main party horses NFTs. There's about 3,200 of those. We have pregame NFTs that are like drinks. Uh, and there's about 2,000 of those. Both of those NFT types um, come with a bottle of, of Maker's Mark, um, different versions. And then there's also, uh, we're, we're experimenting with NFT tickets. And so if you look on OpenSea, our, our, our party that we're throwing next week uh, with Diplo, you can actually buy a ticket to that party on OpenSea through the NFT. The NFT is the ticket. Very cool. So if someone buys the NFT on OpenSea right now, they get the bottle of Maker's Mark? Yes, if they buy the pregame NFT or the Party Horses NFT, yes. And we'll, we'll be distributing those later this year. Cool. I'm asking for myself. <laughs> it's actually, it's, it's funny because we've been trying to create, like for me, it was like almost a financial exercise. Like how can I justify these being worth this much money? And, you know, it's interesting because we, we owned a Bored Ape. We actually just sold it. We own a CryptoPunk. We own a, a bunch of um, you know NFTs, and um, I always find it hard to justify the value of them. But with this, we were like, can we give these value by you know creating an ultra rare drop with like a famous brand like Maker's Mark? And I think that's sort of the recipe we're going to run um, throughout this this project is just trying to partner with really cool brands that can do stuff that's really limited edition that you have to be a part of the NFT community to access. So if someone buys a party horse, let's say I buy a party horse today, which I'm probably going to do, uh, I get a bottle, a bottle of Maker's Mark, and then there's other opportunities in the future to come by, by owning a, a party horse. So you're gonna, you guys are going to continue to put brand deals together and things of that nature? Exactly. That's the plan. And really, we're trying to get our community in a position to sort of guide us to where they want us to go, because it might, you know, I might have an obsession with a specific brand that might be totally inconsistent with the community. 
So that's that's the plan. And there's also other benefits too. Like there's there's 20 horses that have sort of ma maker's mark insignia on them. And there's we'll announce it in the next few weeks, but maker's mark is literally going to have all these people out at their distillery in Loretto, and they're going to be doing a super rare bottling with um, you know, a tasting room experience and all that stuff. So like we're really pushing the envelope of it. We're trying to bring more experience into NFTs that is, you know, special and not just, you know, a party, which we're also doing and that's cool, but, um, you know, really trying to push the envelope of what these things can unlock from an access standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's what everybody's trying to figure out right now is where, you know, you've seen a lot of these great examples. You mentioned Bored Apes and Crypto Punks. And as far as the, you know, the being part of a, a an exclusive community, but also, you know, what's what's in it for you now that you're in the community? What is the purpose of that? And I think the more that these utilities and more, the more these communities are birthed with with valuable utilities that people can that are integrated into people's lives, it, it's going to shorten the, the learning curve a little bit, because I think people are like, why in the world do I want to spend X, Y, Z on a JPEG? Um, and I think a lot of people wouldn't ask that question as much if they were explicitly clear that, oh, because I own this, I'm able to do this. I'm able to be here. I'm able to go there. I have access to this. And I think once that starts to be the norm of people understanding, it's going to be a total game changer. Yes, I agree. And it's, you know, being in the board Ape community, like that's a great community. I, I miss being a part of it um, because we sold our board Ape. But like at the end of the day, it was like, do I want to be in this community or do I want to make hundreds of thousands of dollars on this JPEG? And, you know, for everyone, there's a different answer to that question. For us, it was like, yeah, let's just take the profit. But, um, you know, I think when you get into like maybe NFTs that are more reasonably priced, like it, it can make more sense to get access to whatever the goods that are provided. Um, not that it doesn't make sense with board of vape. I think that's an amazing community. It's just, um, you know, the, the, they're so expensive. I think the floor on those right now is like 140 ETH. It's just, it's wild. <laughs> that was a bold move for you guys to, to, to sell it. So uh, again, I have no, uh, I have no opinion either way because I didn't even know about the board apes before the board apes were the board apes. So yeah, uh, totally right. it, it literally was, I, you know, I read the story in Rolling Stone. I mean, just, you can't make this stuff up on how these things, you know, come about, but you know, th there will be more. And I think that, you know, there, there'll be more opportunities uh, you know, coming coming about here. And I think we're in this discovery phase of just figuring out where everyone's place is, you know, in, in this world. But again, it, I think the nucleus of it all really is community because that's what we all crave, both in business and and and, and life in general. So uh, it'll be exciting to see how it all pans out. I'm definitely grabbing myself a party horse. Say no more. You said party horse, uh, bourbon and horse racing. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's like. <laughs> that's great. And we are, and we're trying to do more stuff in horse racing. Um, it's just been tough um, on the legal side to get the right lawyers involved and make sure we're not, you know, doing anything inappropriate from a security standpoint, because we'd really like to, you know, one of our goals was to buy one of the the horses in the, in the um, Kentucky Derby. And, and it's something that we could do. And one of our, our other co-founders, Brooke owns like 30 racehorses. And so it's something that we're involved in, but like giving that opportunity to the community gets a little tricky. Um, from a from a legal standpoint so we're still trying to jump through those hoops well that'll be cool to see how you guys navigate through that and, and figure out a solution for there so let's talk about the world of startup for a little bit so what what, what would you say in your experience in, in the world of startups in general what, what's been the most challenging aspect of it Ooh. um 
you know, it's really choosing how you spend your time at the end of the day. You know, like when you're the CEO of something and you can spend your time however you want any day and focus your energy on whatever you think is right, like whether or not your venture succeeds really depends upon, uh, you know, picking the right things to spend your time on. And it's really, really easy to do that incorrectly. And this is just something I've observed mentoring people. It's something I've observed with myself. Like it's, you know, if you're at a company and you're like the chief financial officer or a controller or, you know, the VP of brand or something like that, like you have a very specific role and you kind of have like guardrails around how you should spend your time and just the nature of the experience will lend itself to a certain focus. But when you're an entrepreneur and you're at a startup, like it's literally, uh, it's so broad that you can, you can just prioritize the wrong things and completely miss the boat on opportunity. And I, I feel like that's the main theme. And then if you pull out to an investor level, like it's still the same for me, I'm like trying to make sure I invest my time and money in the right things um, so that I'm not wasting it. Right. And I feel like that's sort of the most important asset that any of us have is time, you know, to get back to how this conversation started and, you know, investing it correctly is the thing that I think makes or breaks most startups. Absolutely. And then to the, to the opposite of that, what would you say has been some of the, what's been the best part other than exits and stuff like that <laughs> have been the best parts of the startup process? For sure. I, it's, it's been watching like key people grow um, that I've coached or led, you know, where, you know, say my first company, Menguin, um, that we sold in 2017, you know, there are people at that business that started out as interns that are now, you know, running companies or, you know, doing big series A uh, fundraises for other companies that they've, they've started. And like, for me, watching people grow into what they're capable of, that's the most rewarding part about it, to be honest. And I like kind of holding together a tight team that even if we're on different projects, and different businesses, like we all have this, this commonality that at some point in the journey, we shared, um, you know, an experience. And that's, that's the most rewarding thing to me, because I'm constantly looking for people to associate with and, and bring along on the journey. And then when I watch them sort of, you know, go off on their own journey and, and use what they learned when they were with me as sort of a basis for that, like, it's, it's just, it's so rewarding. And that's like, one of the main reasons I honestly do any of this is, is, is to watch that process. Yeah. It's very fulfilling to say the least. I mean, it's, you know, what is it, you know, too much is given much is expected. Uh, and part of that process is being able to, you know, take what we've taught to others and watch them go, you know, do something with it. Very, very exciting to say the least. Well, dude, I'm fired up about this party horse NFT project and what you guys got going on. And, uh, it's been great to finally connect with you and sit down for a few minutes and, and get to know you a little bit more. Hopefully, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get to meet in person one day. I'm, uh, when you're down in Miami or maybe I'm in Kentucky, I've been trying to get to Kentucky for a while. I just haven't had a reason to get to Kentucky. <laughs> Come next week for it. We're throwing a party on Friday night next week, a week from today. Um, Diplo will be there. DJ Irie will be there. It'll be cool. Irie. Yeah, he's a good buddy of mine. Wow. All right, cool. Okay, you got a, little, yeah, got a little Miami love in the house. Exactly. I mean, we're we're big fans of Miami, so I'll probably more likely see you there than than you here. But let's let's definitely get together. And thanks so much for having me on the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. And uh, we'll have to have, have, have to have you guys back on the show sometime. Get, get an update. Thanks again, Justin. Yep. Thanks, Sebastian. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. 
you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Up to $26,000 per employee? They call it the 15-minute refund, but it's not a gimmick. It's for business owners who stuck it out during the pandemic. The Employee Retention Tax Credit, or ERTC. But time is running out to get started. Talk to the experts. JWC Advisors at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Who are they? CPAs who will keep you on the right side of the IRS. So do it the right way. Go to iHeartTaxRefunds.com. That's iHeartTaxRefunds.com. 